Hello there and welcome to 633. My name is Sharon McComb and together with my co-host, faith coach Kimberly Bellrose, we share the goal to spur the believer in you to wake up and believe for more because there's always more. Every Wednesday, join Kimberly um, for her Wake Up Wednesday. She shares her 30 plus years of experience, visions, wind words, and testimonies of how the Lord has both carried and led her through her life. With her coaching style that provokes and encourages your believer to investigate God for your life, you can begin to believe for more. Fridays is Checkmate with Sharon, where she discusses the many ways we get stuck in life, like we're in Checkmate, giving insight, tips, and tools from her training and experience to help you affect change in your lives. She has 25 years of being taught by Holy Spirit to trust, believe, and submit. And her passion is to empower others to seek out and live the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. Today is Coaching Works. We pair up to challenge listeners to gain an awareness of this profession and how it can help anyone with anything. You will experience coaching firsthand when it happens naturally between us as iron sharpens iron. By sharing our own experiences, revelations, breakthroughs, and problems, you will encounter why we both testify that in everyday life, coaching works. So, good morning, Kimberly. How are you today? Good morning. I'm pretty good. I'm still in my 90. <laughs> That's the joy of video, right? That's right. <laughs> you can only see what you can see. That's right. Um, we've been talking about um, the ABCs of uh, living in this world, but not being of it. And uh, we talked about attitude. We talked about behavior. And we talked about character. That's the ABCs. So today, we're going to look at those ABCs um, by putting Kim on the hot seat. And um, we're going to do a little bit of coaching today um, around those things and how those things can be used practically in our lives um, and how coaching can help you to, to really focus in on your attitude to look at your own behaviors and to examine your character in order to affect change in your life. That's what coaching does. It helps you make changes you want to make. It helps you to improve and, and, um, and just hone in where you need to um, work with God to make some changes. And so we're going to do that with Kim today. Um, so... Kimberly, can you maybe give us a little intro of what you would like to bring to the table today? Well, when my life is a little in chaos or a little imbalanced or I'm running in emotions of feeling behind or not feeling that um, recognized, seen in my world, um, my go-to my 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 um crutch i don't know what it is but my mind wants to run to i need better routine mm. 
um, that it that's what solves all my problems is routine. If I know when I'm to get up, I know when I'm to eat, I know when I clean my toilet, I know when I go grocery shopping, I know when I get to visit my husband or my grandchildren or my children, when I see it as routine and in my calendar, then it brings me a sense of peace. And I don't know about our listeners, but I know that often what's in my calendar isn't what happens. No, me neither. Life can interrupt what is in my calendar. And I have learned over the years of uh, working with God that I need to write in pencil in my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, but that, that was my week this week. Um, that I felt a little out of sorts and a little busy with all of the things on my list. And this week is no better. And I'm clearly reminded of a word that God gave me a long time, you know, a while back is your life will not be as routine as you want it to be. And another scripture that has been, you know, God tapping my shoulder, you know, uh, excuse me, you know, interrupting what I'm thinking or feeling in my life, excuse me. Uh, think about this and it is that scripture from Romans 7 where it says um, I find myself doing the things I don't want to do and not doing the things I want to do and that's when I really see routine is my problem self-discipline is my problem but I'm bringing to the table today to my life coach Sharon McComb Mm -hmm. this is what I think my problem is. So be my life coach. So deal with it. All right. So I just before we get going, um, I am recording this session. And um, I want to apologize ahead of time to any of our listeners who uh, may pick up the background noise. Because I have contractors here doing a renovation in my home. And so I'm locked in my office, but we can still hear it. So I'm hoping that it's not too uh, intrusive. Um, So just forgive us for that. Um, So Kimberly, you kind of hit the nail on the head when you said you're thinking that's your problem. Because sometimes what we think is the issue isn't the issue at all. Because it's the result of the issue. Right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So if I understand what you're saying, you think the issue is you need routine, that you you feel more secure with routine in your life. Um, and when that routine gets mess, messed up, you get out of sorts. Yes. Yes. Okay. So my question to you um, overall, and we're going to break it down into little bits. But my question, yeah, um, my question to you is, why do you think it gets you out of sorts? Right. So that's what we're going to look at today, if that's okay. Yes. Okay. So since we are um, looking at the ABCs that we we've been um, covering in our last three sessions, um, let's look at those issues. Okay. And in light of that question. So if I was to ask you. You know, um, how does 
breaking the routine, um, or a break in the routine, how does that um, make you think? What does it make you think? Now we're going to look at attitude, right? Attitudes need to line up with God's word, right? Not our flesh. And so when you have a break in your routine, um, tell me a little bit about what that does to your attitude. I mean, it's certainly better now than it was 20 years ago or 15 years ago. Um, but it's frustration. It's frustration. My, my attitude can, you know, because I, I generally wake up with a, a goal, a routine in mind, uh, you know, time here, there, and this, right? And for whatever reason, uh, could be my own choosing, why do I do the things I don't want to do? Or it could be, uh, you know, a friend calling, a family member needs something, an accident, uh, you know, the washer broke. It could be whatever. But my attitude can quickly change from, um, oh, great. I was to have the laundry done by 9 o'clock, and now it's 11.30, and I haven't started. And that so brings my, you frustration. That gives me not even... I guess, to be honest, I think, uh, I guess it's frustration because more, more than not, I'm the problem because... Tell me about uh, that. Unpack that a little bit. Well, it's kind of, you know, I want to say 50-50, it's kind of Jekyll and Hyde, it's kind of flesh and spirit, I guess, because... I have this routine mapped out and some days I have the opportunity that I get to soak in my Bible or a good book or, um, you know, just rocking in my rocking chair on the porch and looking at the wonderful, beautiful creation of God. And, um, you know, then the next thing I know, two or three hours have gone by and my routine is shot, but I've had a great morning. Hmm. And so then that attitude quickly goes to um, guilt, regret. If I had just done those other things first, then I wouldn't have this sense of guilt and regret. And now I have to leave in an hour and I only have time to do what's really, really important for, uh, you know, the running of the house or to please my husband. Now, if it goes the other way and I get up and I have great, I've made my bed, I'm dressed to the shoes, I've got the laundry in, I've put the dishes away, I've got supper out, I've done this, I get to mop the floors, I get to clean the windows, I get to go cut the grass. And I can feel really good because my routine flowed and it worked. I can feel like a pat on the back. Good job, Kim. But then what happens is at some point in time during that day, I, I honestly, I end up with a bad attitude. And okay. if I take the time to stop and ask myself why... I didn't have 
my God time. And then there's a whole new level of guilt and regret. Okay. So they're, they're separate days, but that's what happens. But it's an overall problem, right? So some days yeah. you have it, some days you don't. It sounds there to me like there might be a problem on both sides. Yes. Right? So I'm Maybe. okay, so I'm gonna back you right up because you've said an awful lot. And let's go back to a few things. So this frustration that you feel uh, when your routine doesn't pan out the way you had it all planned out. Right? I want to talk about that a little bit. So my first question, I'm going to put you right on the spot. I'm going to challenge you because this we don't have a lot of time today. Whose agenda sets the routine? Yours or God's? Well, to be absolutely honest, there's, you know, six people in my house and three businesses affected. And um, lots of times it's not even my setting the routine. Is it God? No. No. Part of our ABCs, <clears throat> excuse me, is lining our lives up with what God says, right? And part of that is scriptural, but part of that is also following the leading of the Holy Spirit. Am I right? Yes. Right. Okay. So if you're setting your routines based on the needs of the people in your house, your work schedule, your, because I know you very well, I can say this, your need for perfection. Um, where does God fit into that? Where is God's agenda? It sounds to me like when God's agenda pops in there, it causes you frustration. It can, absolutely. And how does that make you feel to hear that? Well, it's like, it's like I put it off. It's like I struggle with, um, so here's an example. I really intended on Saturday, um, you know, having my God time first. I don't even, actually, I don't know what day it was. Anyways, but then I, you know, it's maybe that ADD thing. It's like I, I walk through the kitchen and this, oh, I should take a minute to put those dishes away. And then I'm hearing first things first. And then I thought, oh, that I forgot I had clothes in the washer. And I do that. And then it's first things first. And then, and, and you know, and it's first things first. And I can hear it the first few times. And I can just say, yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm coming. Right? But then something ends up louder to drown out that voice. And then I find... It hasn't happened. So. Can I go back I, and ask I, you the question again, Kim? Yes. When I say to you that when God's agenda interrupts your agenda, you get frustrated. How does that sentence make you feel? Disobedient. Hmm humbled and a little ticked off tell me about the ticked off 
Well, I think as human beings, we all want to do what we want to do. Yes. And, um, you know, and there lies really probably all of the frustration because, you know, when I want to do this, I want to do that. You know, whether it's put the dishes away or I want to do this, sit in my chair and read a book. Um, or I want to, I feel like worshiping now. I want to worship now, you know? And so. So tell me about your attitude then. What's going on when you're saying those things, right? So if you want to do those things when you want to do them, which is very natural. Let's use the word natural, right? Because we live in this world and we live in a fleshly body, right? As Paul calls it, we have that sinful nature going on that causes us to do the things we don't want to do and to not do the things we want to do, right? So where is your attitude in that? Is it lined up with scripture or is it lined up with that sinful nature? If I was honest, I would say it's lined up on the fence Hmm. in confusion one way or the other, because um, I, I struggle with that because I separate the things of my natural world with the things of my spiritual world. And I find it very difficult to keep them balanced. Okay, so so let's, I want to interrupt you because I want to challenge that thought. Is balancing the goal? Let me explain my question. So we live in this life, but we belong to the kingdom, right? So you have your God time. You have your sitting in your chair, your prayer time. You talk about that a lot in our podcast and in, in, in our friendship. That's really important to you. And as you said, you know, you get up, you go to do that goal in the morning, but you get distracted by all these things on the way. And God is calling you clearly to him to spend time with him. But you're shutting down that voice. You're ignoring that voice. Other things are more important. So there's that God time in your life. And then there's all those things you get distracted by that you feel are very important. Um, Your routines and your schedule that's very important right and you're trying to balance like a scale like i'm picturing those old time scales you have god on one side life on one side and you're trying to keep them in even balance right and i'm asking you is that what god asks us to do balance him with our life you know the answer is obviously no no obviously but I know, I mean, here I am, I I talk about this all the time, about, you know, waking up our believer to believe that daily life is living with him constantly. And, um, and yet, here we are, as human beings, we seem to fall into this trap that they're separate. Somehow we fall into this this trap of life that there's my God time and there's my life time. 
And they aren't, it isn't to be that way. We clearly know as born again, spirit filled believers that it's not to be that way. When we find ourselves in this dilemma, life coach, Sharon, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what the heck do we do with it now? How do we back up? Okay, so you said, when I asked you how that statement felt, where I said that, you know, you're frustrated because you're trying to, you know, God's trying to interrupt your schedule, right? And you said you felt disobedient. Yeah. That's really interesting because that's the answer to what you got to do about it, right? It's a choice how we feel. We have a choice every second, really, to adjust how we feel and how we think about something. And so what it takes is a decision or a choice to do things differently. Now, in order to make that choice, you have to be motivated by something very strong. So desire to please God. How important is it to you to get this right? That's the question you need to ask yourself. And you don't have to answer it right now because you, I mean, it's going to be a hard choice because you've allowed your flesh to be in charge. Right? To guide your attitude and your behavior. But let's look for a minute at character. Because we talked about character too in our in our series. And I've known you for a long time, Kimberly. And I know that your character is one that um, holds God in a very high priority. But I also know that you shape your character around your ADD as well. So... That's a struggle, and you can't fix it. ADD and your perfectionism work together to make you need that routine every day that you set up to keep you in line. But it's not going to work unless God builds the house, right? So how can you allow God to set your routine? God knows you need structure. God knows that you like to have a clean house. He knows the things you have to accomplish in a day. You have to choose to align your days and your attitude with trusting him to take care of those things. Right? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. Matthew 6.33. That's what our whole podcast is about. Right? That's right. So when you say, what do I do about it? And I say, line up with God. Make a choice to do it differently. In the little bit of time we have left, can you tell me two things that you could do to change that, to make that choice, to put that choice into practice? First and foremost is I know I need to the first i'm going to say the first thing but then i'm like tripping over my own words because i still think the first one of the first things i need to do every day and do much better when i do it is 
I get up and get dressed to my shoes. Somehow that physically, mentally reports you ready for duty. Okay. I don't, I don't understand that, but it works for me. You know, so I was saying it's a really good day because I'm still in my jammies, but it's not because all the other stuff didn't happen. Some God time happened. So then the second thing now is one first one second, because I know me and I know if I don't get dressed in my shoes and I go to my Bible and my journal first, I'm going to probably be there three hours from now. Or if I get dressed to my shoes and then I go to my Bible and my journal, and if even I set a timer, timers are really big with ADHD. Not that I would ever shut God in the middle of his ministry to me, but it's okay for me to set a timer, to be dressed to my shoes, to go to my Bible, my journal, and to, whether it's 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever, maybe Holy Spirit decides that time to be. Mm -hmm. But I set a timer and the whole thing changes. My attitude changed, my behavior changed, my character changed because I don't live in guilt and regret. I have had God minister to my own personal heart, attitude, behavior, and character. And I am good to go. And like you said, God knows my day. He does, he even if you don't. In, mm -hmm. Right? That whole thing. Now, before I let you have control again of this microphone, I got to tell you, because this is how God works with me, and you know me well enough to know this works. As you're talking to me, about his planning the routine of my life and my day, I saw me, one of the first things I do when I get downstairs is I get out my lens cloth and I clean my glasses. Hmm. And I, and cause I can't stand dirty lenses. And he's, so I'm seeing myself go downstairs and I clean my glasses and put them on my face. And he said this to me, it's as simple as cleaning your glasses every morning. Because it cleans the lenses you're going to see the rest of your day through. That's cool. That's awesome. That's really awesome. That's cool. So are those your two things that you're going to do? Get That's dressed the two to the things shoes? I'm going to do. I'm going to get dressed and I'm going to what we call journal. Okay. So you're going to get dressed to the shoes and you're going to go straight to your God time with a timer perhaps yes okay okay so part of part of coaching is setting goals for ourselves setting um little milestones for ourselves with ho like like homework this is what i i am going to do and then um i am going to check back in with kimberly to make sure she's doing that so that she is being held accountable for what she just said she's going to do and maybe the next time we get together, we could just kind of touch base on how how things are going with you. Are you good to do that? Yes, okay. absolutely. All right. So um, we're almost out of time. So do you have a final thought? No, okay. not really. I just wanted to tell our listeners because of the eyeglass thing that if they want to come back next week and listen to the next episode... I am actually going to be talking about how Holy Spirit is the ultimate coach 
and how that is my style and my dependability of coaching others. Well, that's something I think to look forward to. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. All right, Kimberly, thank you for sharing your, um, your personal life on our podcast today. And, um, and we'll touch base with you. And uh, I just want to pray right now. All our listeners can maybe join us. Lord, we just give you uh, this session and um, we ask that you help Kim in this issue and that you guide her as she takes her homework steps. Open her eyes, Lord, and set her agenda in Jesus' name. Well, that's it for this week. So if you're feeling like you need a little bit of coaching or you're a little bit stuck or you want to put the ABCs that we've talked about into practice in your life in any area, feel free to reach out to Kimberly and I. Um, You can reach Kimberly at her website, which is www.633-wakeup.com. Or you can reach me at www.wildflowerwomen.ca. And our emails are in the show notes. So just shoot us an email and um, we can get together and talk. Bless you for joining us and uh, for your part in this by sharing it with other people, leaving a nice encouraging comment. Um, Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.